So it's time to roll the die In our audience we confide So wait for my signal This podcast is anything but simple Okay. It's podcast number what? 31B. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Here we go. 31B it is. No, okay. We're just going through the motions because uh, last week we tried to do episode 31 and it uh, it failed. Uh, we had a hardware failure. So uh, let's go for plan B. I have apparently a bad computer. Oh, oh I hurt your feelings by talking about your PC. Hmm? You no. got a Mac. You're being Corey. You. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm going to roll. Uh, the die is in your hand, yes. And we have a... That looks like a 13. That is a 13. So TV and movies is the category. And I will let someone else go because I talk about this every week on another show. We'll do it better. Go, Chris. Go. <laughs> go ahead. You're not going to talk, but TV. TV. Okay. You're the master of TV. How so? You know all kinds of random showness. Not really. I'm not why you why you think that. I don't know. Our TV is on a lot, and you tend to be the person who chooses channels for it. No, the kids choose the channels more than I do at this point. Favorite show currently? What are we watching? What are we watching? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. What are we? What am I watching? What are you watching? Big Bang Theory. And how is it this season? Because I have totally missed the entire season. It's okay. Yeah. It's not improving, but I wouldn't say it's getting worse. It's it's consistent. It hit a groove. It, yeah, it's hit its groove, and it's just kind of staying there. Um, let's see what else. What else am I watching? The Amazing Race. I like The Amazing Race. I like The Amazing. Race. I'm pretty sure my mom and I could kill The Amazing Race. That's me and Patty. If we didn't kill each other, <laughs> like either never... we would kill each other or we would totally dominate. And I, I haven't decided which yet. I talk to Jason about it all the time. I could never do it with Jason because okay. we would kill each other <laughs> but me and patty talk about it and i think we could do that together she likes that show too it is a nice thing about those kind of be fun shows is that they you just wait to see the meltdown of the relationships of people to see yeah. if they're strong enough to take it or not all of these some um, of them are so sad but any of these reality shows with partners is just terrifying yeah yeah the last one not this current season but the season before i think it was this one couple and they were both doctors they're both like er surgeons like great under pressure and everything and the way the husband talked to the wife he would get so disappointed in her and you could just see her withdraw like into herself she's like this strong you know woman this er surgeon like powerful career woman and you could just see her become this little child in front of him when he would belittle her. It's just so sad to watch. 
It would make me cringe. That's <clears> awful. And do you think anybody leaves these shows and has to go on and kind of explain oh, their yeah, relationships you, afterwards? Because that yeah. sounds terrible. All your friends and family watch that show. Or you go back and you see the season over again. That's and you what realize, I wonder. Like, what an asshole you are. That's what I've always wondered. <laughs> it's like how many of those spouse. people go back and like rewatch it when it's on and are like, oh, I'm a horrible, atrocious person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've seen that on things like Big Brother had the all the racist callouts and the uh, the the sexual bigotry and stuff like that for the, the homosexual guy, the people that were just ripping each other to shreds on that show uh, last season, right? Was it last season? The season be- it was the season before where, I mean, they they were basically, they were saying just horrifyingly bad things about um, the, the people who were black that were in the house. No, it was last season. And it was just terrible. And the whole season, you're just like, I can't wait for this person to get kicked out and have to deal with this. Because uh, two of the people who were doing it got fired from their jobs without knowing it because they were really? in the house for months. Um, people just started, like, turning their backs on them and just shutting them. And then it's like their families they get, get interviewed for the show sometimes. They're like, just have to kind of cover their ass on them and say, well, you know, that's she's just trying to save for the competition and stuff. Like, no, you're kind of, you raised a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have done it directly, but you... You didn't stop it, so yeah. Um, and then at the end, when when the person finally comes out and meets the audience and stuff, the audience is just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful piece of TV, and <laughs> it's in the sense that it was awful. But right. you waited because part of it was that there was an Asian person in the house, and Julie Chen is the host of the show, and she was talking about it on on her show, The Talk, and stuff about how it was affecting her having to host this. Right. Watching these people act this way, it was just wow. Just great discussion came out of it, but yeah, it, it really is one of those things that like you have to kind of consider if you can handle being under a microscope. Yeah, you know the way we that Maya be... and Aaron's relationship is is we pick on each other, and it's funny to us. Right, and we can deal with it. At, at least I think it's funny to us. Maybe she doesn't. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's that reflection thing. Right? Yeah, someone else pointing it out to you and going, hey, you're a real prick. Yeah. Not just a fake prick, you're a real prick. Oh, okay. Yeah, you kind of have to be self-aware. Yeah. Oh, I know what else I'm watching. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what else I'm I'm not caught up watching. on that. They had yeah, the finale, right? Watched, I'm not yeah, caught up on that. The finale, yeah. yeah. Okay, I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> Oh, God. I was, non-spoilery I was very podcast. happy. Is it a cliffhanger? I was very happy. Good. There were multiple off? moments where I was like, yes! It, it, <laughs> it, did, it did what it needed to do to finish off the season um, to give everything a completion, but also leave a good amount of questions hanging in the air for the next season. It was perfectly suited towards where the season was winding up. Because the first half of the season, a lot of people had problems with. They didn't really enjoy it. They didn't see the impact of the show compared to the movies and stuff. They were very disappointed. And I can get it. I think that they expected a superhero Marvel movie show, and that's never what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But then when it tied into The Winter Soldier, it upped the ante for the, the show. It, it kind of like said, all right, all that stuff that we've been doing kind of had to lead up to this. And they drew from a lot of it towards the end um but yeah it really impacted everything and the the finale was good in giving closure to where the season wound up with 
with a lot of the characters, but not all of them, which was uh, good. I think it's good in the end. Hmm. Looking forward I agree. To it. Do you want to briefly rant about how much it sucks that Almost Human got canceled? Yeah. <laughs> I never watched that. Oh my god, it was so good. Was it? Yes. Was that the one that was modeled after the the one on BBC that was the ghost and the witch and the... No, that's that was, being yeah, human. That's being, being human. Yeah. yeah, that's a different. Okay, and was this an I original thing, show. or was it also a take on? No, it was British original show. program. Oh, okay. It was from J.J. Abrams. It had uh, Carl Urban was the main star. I unfortunately cannot remember the other actor's name, but he was. They were both great. They were really, really good. Um, but it was a sort of near future take. Uh, they were cops. Uh, Urban's character had been betrayed by his ex-girlfriend, got wounded in action, lost his leg, got a cybernetic leg, and all the cops have robotic partners. But they find a robotic partner that is an older model, so, you know, a little bit closer to human, doesn't have all the same control things and stuff. The, um, what is the Asimov rule for robots? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Every robot. Um, So... That character was um, basically trying to find his place, trying to figure out he's unique because all the other ones like him were basically destroyed or considered junk. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's trying to teach Carl Urban's character, you know, how to accept the cybernetic portion of himself and how to accept the robots and stuff and accept him as a partner. And in the meantime, he's trying to become more human, trying to understand what makes him different from everything else that exists. Uh, it was really a great, solid show, mm-hmm. and the effects were were really good for TV. It, the budget didn't seem like it was held back at all. It was a little far-fetched all. for their timeline. It was a little bit, but like for... but then they would do they would reference things that were you know just happening today. A lot of the things that they they did as far as like money transfers were all Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, they would call out things like that, and then the, what they did with the technology, how they would bump it up just enough, you'd be like, oh, I can see what we have now how that would advance to that mm-hmm. um was this a fox show it was a fox show <laughs> and of course being yes. a fox show they had to air some of the episodes out of order really yep they did it they why always they do why do they do that i'm sure they'll do it on gotham next season you what? know it's just well, that's that's their habit i apparently them? don't watch fox shows what are you talking about fox has this habit of taking a sci-fi show as certainly a niche show and they start airing it and they, they get some of the early episodes out of order. Uh, they did that with Firefly. Mm-hmm. When Firefly first came out, they didn't play the pilot until several episodes in. Um, and then it, it mostly played like it was just backstory, but it was confusing if you were actually watching, which unfortunately not a lot of people were, as to why we're suddenly getting the origin of all these characters meeting halfway through the season. Um, but with this, it was more like it didn't, have a huge impact but there were st- things that you noticed like oh this part already happened over here I don't know why they're not referencing it right now in the show but it was more to just kind of give more of a, uh, a feel of the relationship between the characters because it was a slow build mm-hmm. and in a show like that sometimes a slow build can kill you it shows that Fox doesn't trust their writers and directors they on their try shows. to go for the action yeah they, they want to get that instantaneous like people people don't have the attention spans. It's like, okay, well, I think that 
a lot of these shows are succeeding now because they do have the attention spans. The right. giant space in between the first half and the second half of the last season of Breaking Bad shows that they have attention spans. Yeah. So I think maybe Fox screwed themselves. But I think sci-fi has way more ground in today's market, too, and I think they should have given it more chance. I really think it would have done well. It was, uh, it was definitely my favorite new show of the season besides Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, and, and speaking of shows that are ending, oh Warehouse 13. Community. I never watched that. You've never watched Warehouse 13? No. Oh, I love that show. But I thought that was a lot of... Chris, would you like to chime in on Warehouse 13? Hasn't that been, like, slotted hmm? for... Would you like to chime in on Warehouse 13? It was a good show. I don't know. What else do you want me to say? Have they announced that it's going to be... I thought. I, I just thought it was a while ago that I heard that... That was like the they'd announced season. that it was going to be the last right. season. Yeah, it wasn't it's a, a surprise. Yeah, they're in the last season now. Yeah, it, last two well, episodes. Before the season started, I heard that it was like yeah, it's ending. That's it. No, is one episode left. One episode left. So that isn't that sci-fi? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about sci-fi. Eureka. Okay, you have sci-fi cancel shows too that are really amazing and good. <laughs> and like, yeah, damn you, sci-fi. Yeah, but look at how many seasons Eureka actually had compared to a Fox show that they can't get anything to stick around yeah. for more than a season. Well, yeah, Fox is Fox. Gonna they won't give it a Firefly chance. Shows left and right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fox almost canceled X Files uh, after the first season, and the first season of X Files was kind of iffy, but it got so much better really quick. But it was, it was a campaign to push that show to continue. And Fox still continues to not care about shows like that, genre shows they just don't want to take a risk on. Or when they do, they want to close up shop really fast. They didn't really push hard enough on Fringe. Um, Alcatraz came out and went really fast. It, it's a lot of things. And not all these shows are necessarily winners, but it seems like they really just will close the door on something very quickly. But FX, which is related to Fox does great with these kinds of shows where they are more cerebral, where they will take a darker tone and expect people to think to keep up with them. You know, The Americans, Justified, The Shield, Sons of Anarchy, these are shows that people are hardcore way into and have huge followings. If you look over at AMC and Bravo and the kind of shows they have, these things are where people are watching now. That's where a lot of viewers are going. And you can't deny something like The Walking Dead the fan base that it has and how huge that show has gotten, you know, it's because they let it continue and they let it be controlled by the by the head runners of the show. Actually, they replaced the show to runner several times, so maybe not. But Kirkman's always there. Yeah. And, yeah, so there's an audience that's hungry for deeper content, but the, the mainstream networks aren't really willing to do that. Michelle, you want to tell will. us about Walking Dead over there? Um, Can you separate it from the comic at this point? Well, I struggle with that, but I can, I can at this point because I hate to say it, but I'm a little bit over the comic, and so I'm glad that I have the show to fall back on. You know, where it's still kind of new. It's still, still. I don't know, you're still getting to know all the characters and everything, so I feel like I can go back and re-experience the way I felt when the comic started. But, yeah, I still like it. I love how it ended, this last season ended. I thought it was great. I've never there were, there were the There were, like, two episodes that really bugged me. 
from the second half of this season. But I got over it. Like baby crawling on the ceiling <laughs> creepy no, bothered you? No, it just or? bothered me the way that they executed the the show. The, Compared to the comic? Yeah, well, not even that. I don't know. Just things, they were trying new things with the characters, like character development. And I felt some of it wasn't, was kind of corny, wasn't necessary. But it's okay because they made up for it with the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. None of you guys watch it? I watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. So, Melinda, you don't watch TV direct. You watch TV as far as, like, downloads and stuff, so you're not often seeing the things as they happen. No, yeah, that's correct. And, and there's it, several shows that I'm not caught up on, like Walking Dead. I have not seen the last half of the, the season. So oh. I actually haven't seen since December. Don't blow There's it. a couple episodes so, <laughs> that I haven't seen. I don't care about spoilers, personally. Especially with Walking Dead. That show's kind of... It's gross. It's gotten more gross. <laughs> I don't know how they could get more gross, but they have. Like, the current season is, like, way more gushy. I'm like, oh, yes, okay. I understand the zombies are progressing, and they're getting older, too, but... They're um, getting mushier. Um, yeah, yuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they... I, didn't, I didn't think it could get grosser, but it's, it's gotten grosser. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. they come out with a new kind of zombie, and you're just yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And then and then you so, watch Talking Dead crazy. afterwards, and, and Hardwick's team gives them a name, you know, what, yeah. what the zombie was. <laughs> um, oh, my God, did you see that? Um, Shaylen sent it to me. It's, uh... She's addicted to these, like did you know sort of things and she reads them all the time and um, Rick the actor his mm. father um, was one of the survivors the soccer players that had to use cannibalism oh and that's really? what he draws for his character he said that his, yeah his because his father like his his, his he was draw one for of his, the... yeah his draw for his character is to never have to eat human flesh that because was... his father was a surviving that's that a good crazy? draw like it's just like one of those random like yeah that's really crazy yeah Alive right that was the name yeah. of the movie uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. But yes, he was one of the survivors. Yeesh. Wow. Yeah. So his dad was a soccer player. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took away from that. <laughs> and I appreciate that you took away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're going to take away something. Soccer or something. <clears throat> About Orphan Black. I love Orphan Black. Me too. How are you oh, on this season of Orphan so Black? Because I haven't seen this season at all. I th I'm caught up. I think three was the last episode, right? So we're caught up. Four yeah. Yeah, it's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow night, yeah. I'm caught up. Caught yep. up on Orphan Black. It's Me good too. stuff. It is She's good. She's a phenomenal actress. She really is. She's amazing. She has got to be the oh best gosh. actress out there right yeah, now. Yeah, seriously. It's hard to believe that that's the same person playing all those characters. I know. She does such a good job. Yeah, I she grew up fools with the me every show. episode, I and it was to, like, I think uh, I'm gonna have to go Kathleen and like put that one in, try to figure out, God, like find the episodes. So good, it's easy to catch up on because it's only got one season, and yeah. season two just started. So, and it's short; it's only twelve episodes, I think. Yeah, BBC shows are episodes. usually shorter seasons, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. easy to catch up on. Well, Sherlock, three episodes. I mean, come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> they need to cut that shit. Up well, three like three movies though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very long, but you gotta wait a whole another year before the next season. Yeah, rumor has it they might. Bring out the new season sooner than really? that. Really? That, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd but be it's cool. still a damn long time to wait. Right. No. Like, oh, okay, oh, that's it? Okay. It's over again. Let's wait for another season. We're a couple episodes behind, but um, Watson from the show is on Fargo this season. Oh, right, right, right. I, yes, I yes, really yes. like I the that. show. I haven't seen the show, but I saw the blurb where he was going to play yeah. the character. I really like it. The... I, I love Billy Bob Thornton's character. Yeah. I love his interactions with everybody. He's amazing. 
It's probably it's probably the best acting I think I've ever seen him do. Other even better than Sling Blade because Sling Blade was such a character, you right. know. And this is just like I think he's so great. And that's one of those things where, yeah, you you can play a character and, and get into it and everything, but then when you have to play somebody who's a little bit more... Not that this isn't a character, because it really well, is. Well, yeah, but... Her immediacy of the haircut. But it's more toned down, you know? It's not such an Over the obvious top. Yeah. character, you know? Yeah. He, like, Billy Bob Thornton disappears in this character. Right. It's really good. It's a good show. Yeah, and the, the commercials for it were a little misleading because it felt like it was going to be just the movie stretched out to a TV season mm -hmm. or something because the characters do have parallels to the film. Yeah. But it's really a different story. Um, so it, it is telling something new. It's not just like if you've seen the movie, this is going to be like a longer version of that. But I've everybody, never seen, I've never seen so. the movie. How many of you guys not seen Fargo? <laughs> I know of it. I've That's... I know of its existence. Yeah, I've never seen I, Titanic either, I, but that was that was on. I just never watched it. Fargo is like, wasn't it the first Coen Brothers movie that I think like, I stopped taking like, movie like, recognitions, recognitions after yeah. someone like, made me watch a horrible movie where a dead baby crawled across the ceiling? Oh my god! <laughs> but that wasn't me. <laughs> that was totally you. No, I I have no interest in that movie. I've never had interest in that movie. I was there. That's a horrible but movie. I didn't Great make movie. you watch that. That is an awful, 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 Wait, what are you awful, about? awful, awful, awful movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yes, it crawled yes. across the ceiling. Creepy dead yeah, baby crawled across the ceiling, and you and I were like hysterical and when had to leave the room. Withdrawal. Yeah, I must have he, blocked that scene because yeah, I, I think you yes, blocked that you, scene. You, you no, blocked that scene. I think that you and I went to go check <laughs> on small child. Yeah, we, we went to go to baby, Jesse yeah. as a baby. Like, yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah. That was when we were like, okay, done. Stick a fork That's in me. That's the only time we're I've leaving. only seen it one time. That's the only time I've ever seen the movie. I want to see Filth. Which one's <laughs> Filth? It's um, by the same author. Oh, of course. From Chainspotting. And it's got oh, is that the sequel? James McAvoy. No, oh, no, no. Oh, porno okay. is the sequel. Right. And that's supposed to be in the works. Right. With some people returning from Train Spotting. Yeah, James McAvoy should be interesting to see. I like something James like that. McAvoy. I like him. He's good. Yeah, he. I haven't seen him in too many things, and the only things that I've really seen him in have been comic book slash action movies, because uh, he was in Wanted, mm -hmm. which is based off of a. Uh, Mark Miller comic, um, although it was much more super villain esque in the in the comic than it was in the movie, and then as Charles Xavier in the X Men prequel, and now the the new one. But it's it's funny because I saw him and uh, the guy who's playing Magneto and Hugh Jackman on the uh, the Graham Norton show last week, mm -hmm. and there's all that stuff online that we see here with uh, Patrick Stewart. And Ian McKellen and how everyone's just like this is the epic bromance of all time. But the same thing between Fassbender and and James McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Everybody just like has them paired up, and they and they they do a lot of stuff together. But there is Norton was showing that there is stuff online of like fan art of them in loving embraces and stuff. And there's one point where McAvoy's bent over, or they're cooking in the kitchen, and McAvoy's bent over, and Fassbender's behind him, and just kind of like. Sort of instructing him on cooking, but there's not instructing. <laughs> the the slash pairings are just really funny, but it they have got some really great friendship that it adds to it. So I guess 
that's something to investigate if you if you want to see the generational. Yeah. <laughs> that's coming out soon, right? That's coming out this month. Yeah, it should be next out in the next weekend. Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Godzilla started today, I believe. Oh, I want to see that. A bunch of the kids at school were telling me that like they were all going to see Godzilla tonight. Nice. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard mixed reviews, but I think it depends on what you want. Go in expecting. And at least the reviews that I've seen have led to more of a classic Godzilla feel. He's not from outer space. Yeah, which. Well, (laughs) there's been two other, like. Reboots. Modern remakes, right? Right. There was '84, I think, mm. and then there was there was the, the Matthew Broderick Matthew Broderick one. one, which was in the '90s. Which okay, was... I haven't seen either of those. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? That's all they said in the movie. <laughs> we went we went and saw it together, and halfway through the movie, I was just like counting. I'm like, here it comes. Are you okay? <laughs> all the time. It's awful. Just, yeah, I haven't seen worse. haven't seen either of them. So I do want to see this one. Yeah, this one. At least it sounds more interesting. But I don't know that Godzilla's ever really been my thing. You yeah. know? Oh, Her Ultraman up on screen. Why? Oh, yeah, I remember watching those ones when I was younger. On whatever, whatever channel they happened to put them Monster on, like on a weekend. Yeah, yeah, like. The Creature Futures on Saturdays, that yeah. kind of stuff. But that's the thing, is like people talk about, well, too much of the movie, of the current movie. It's all about army people and stuff, like in the half of the middle half of it. It's like all these people running out and everything. I'm like, I remember a lot of what I had frustrations with the Godzilla movies and stuff when I was a kid was that there wasn't enough of the giant monsters. There was a lot of people shouting at the screen because it was the the anime voice actors just yelling at stuff. <laughs> it's like, just get to the people in the rubber suits, man. Just, <laughs> that's your moneymaker right there. I will never get tired of that. I will be riveted. It's like just waiting, waiting, waiting. What's this Godzilla crap? I don't understand. The baby Godzilla? No. I, <laughs> giant monster fighting other giant monsters. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. Well, what they can do with, you know, special effects and everything now, I mean, it's got to be got to be better than the other two remakes well yeah by a lot the effects in the the 90s godzilla it was it came out just before the uh star trek star trek star wars prequel the mm-hmm. the first one the phantom menace in fact uh they their advertising line for the movie was size matters uh which was i remember it was with taco bell mm-hmm. they had the little yokuro taco bell dog um, you lizard, lizard, lizard. But when the movie came out and was panned, hugely panned, Lucas took out this big uh, two-page ad in the newspaper and says, plot matters. Like, just in your face, you assholes. And then he releases the Phantom <laughs> It's like, okay, let's talk about midichlorians and, uh, and have half of this thing take place in the Senate. That was what was interesting about Star Wars as a kid. <laughs> Speaking of, have you seen the the picture of all the cast reuniting for Star Wars and all the new people that no. are in it? So there's this photo that was released of the cast doing uh, reading. So J.J. Abrams is there. But it looks, if you're not paying attention, you see the photo and you see, you know, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and, you know... Uh, Peter Mayhew and Anthony Daniels, all these people sitting there, and you're like, oh, this is a picture from 
back in 84. Star Wars. And no, no, seventy-eight or seventy-seven, probably even before that. Whenever they were first filming it, and it's like, no, this is current. It just looks like that. And you see a little R two in a box in the back corner, but it's got uh, the new actors and everything. So, um, who is it? I can't even think of all the people that are coming in. Some people are people that you haven't heard of. One guy, Adam Driver, is from Girls, which is yeah. just weird. Um, but he looks kind of like a Darth Maul anyway. And then um, the guy who played Ming in the Flash Gordon movie, uh, Von Sydow, is, is going to be in it. So you got to assume he's going to be playing some major Empire dude. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Circus. Andy Serkis, who oh, really? played Gollum, and he's in it as well. So <laughs> we assume he's Jar Jar. Uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, so this is this is Abrams, who you know just did the the two Star Trek releases, but always said he wasn't a Star Trek fan; he was a Star Wars fan, and now he's moved on over to Star Wars. So maybe this is more. His... I wonder if that's why he passed on the dark tower oh i'm sure because he was like what star wars (laughs) sorry stephen king (laughs) that show's just been cursed i mean howard wanted to do it and yeah i haven't heard it's gonna happen yeah i haven't heard anything since they said that he was gonna do kind of like what they've done with marvel universe with television show and movies right exactly have it crossover or like Start as a movie, do a, a series and everything, yeah. get some of the groundwork and everything, and then go to the next movie, which makes more sense than a, a series of films because some of those films are going to really drag if you want to get all that content in there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a very ambitious project that no one seems willing to get behind yet. And I say just and it sucks do it too to Netflix. Because, yeah, right? It totally made me hopeful with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it's working out so well. Yeah. Or at least I think it is. Well, and it, it, it seems to be. shaky, but yeah, it, it's turned out to be better. Yeah. Next it, season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're going to split into two halves, but in between, they're going to do the Agent Carter series, a uh, 13-episode series. Oh, really? With the character from uh, Captain America movie, and there was a short on one of the DVDs. But yeah, so she's going to mm-hmm. get her own. So we're going to have Agent Carter, <laughs> who is, you know, awesome, tough chick from the 40s. Not even a superhero necessarily. She's gonna get her own Marvel series. Still don't have a Wonder Woman movie. Oh well. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, people. Where is my fucking Wonder Woman movie? It's been long enough. <laughs> the effects are there. We're the characters are there. On and off for Come years. on. Whedon. Show the love. Whedon was supposed to do a Wonder Woman. He film. was gonna do it with Colby Smulders. Oh really? Yeah, she. Was... Who would make a damn good Wonder Woman? But even before that. Um... Anara. He he had talked about it. He had, he had rumored. He goes, "Where would I find a statuesque Greek beautiful woman right? that could play Anara. this character?" And he just he implied it. But then when he when they finally said that they weren't going to go through with it anymore, and he was just like, "All right, I'm done on the project now. Doesn't matter." He's like, "It's too bad that I'll never see the person I wanted to cast." And he kind of held back for a second. He goes, "All right, it was Colby Smulders," and uh, that's why I don't know if that's why, but he did wind up casting her in the Avengers when mm-hmm. he got the chance to. He put her into something where she got to play. I still go with Emma, Emily Deschanel. She wore the costume. It looked good. Come on. It looked good. <laughs> but she, yeah, I haven't she seen her character play anything that's like Wonder Woman to me yet. 
And and I don't know that necessarily Colby Smulders makes me think of Wonder Woman so much, um, but it, you really need to find an actress who can hold that kind can of. Can we power. just time travel Linda Carter, please? <laughs> I at least want to see Linda Carter play. She's got to be like Hippolyta. Yeah. I would I would love you, to see you, that. You cannot make a Wonder Woman movie that doesn't have Linda Carter in it somewhere. <laughs> You know, it's like they Blasphemy. get Lou Ferrigno to do voiceover stuff for the Hulk in the Avengers movies. Not all of it, but the the screams and stuff like that is him. Um, and that's nice. It's a nice throwback to somebody who was iconic in that part, and she was definitely iconic in the Wonder Woman part. And an all-around nice guy. You pulling the guy from the Spider-Man TV series into the, the current films, but <laughs> that's okay. Stan Lee's in every single thing that they make. <laughs> Although I guess he's not in the new X-Men movie. Oh, I'm sure he's there really? somewhere. I thought he had, I've, I've heard from that... people who've who've screened it already that he's not in there. You know, there's no moment where like you know, mis- he, his face just appears. <laughs> not on this one. I don't know why. Uh, and it could be misinformation on the internet. I've never heard of such a thing, but <laughs> misinformation <laughs> on the internet. Have you noticed hacking showing up a lot in new TV shows? Like, current seasons? Like, Elementary and Criminal Minds? It's like a theme. Uh, like, it's a lot becoming a lot more. And Isn't the new CSI show that's replacing Las Vegas coming up uh, a spinoff? It's got Patricia Arquette in it. Isn't that a cyber crime show? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But yeah, in Criminal Minds, they have their, their main hacker sure girl. Got, yeah, they've got Penelope. But it's just, it just seems like more and more is becoming more like, and they're doing current things and more like, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's it's that's where we are as people, though. That's mm-hmm. how things have gone. Is That's the most terrifying crime these days. Anyways, we got an email in the company yesterday about ransomware being more prevalent and, you know, the effects of that and the fact that you can lose everything that's on your computer and have to go pay ransom to some third world country That's on a crazy. prepaid visa card where you just don't get your stuff back and there's no real way to fix it. That's <laughs> yeah, uncanny. But that's... Cyber terrorism is a big thing in films. It has been... They were doing that in Bond in the early 90s. I think one of the first Brodenson movies was was a cyber terrorist guy. Just terrible. <laughs> but then I talked to the guy, one of the guys I work with and everything, I was telling him about a password manager. He goes... Oh, no, I still have that. I have a Word document and everything. It's like, War Games came out in, what, 82? Because I'm still basically doing that thing where you just lift up on the keyboard. No, there's your passwords. <laughs> yeah, that that's how it goes. Joshua 5, the answer was... Well, in the book it was Joshua 5. I think it was just Joshua in the movie. I think the 5 was too cerebral for film. Well, for Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Chris, you've been awfully quiet over there. Would you like to talk with us? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for those of you watching the video podcast, drink. I'm not, I'm not doing that this week. <laughs> there has to be at least one, right? One reference. One reference. One dirty hooker. Love you, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, so apparently How I Met Your Mother's spinoff, How I Met Your Dad, is not currently going to be on CBS. They 
said that they didn't like the pilot. They told them to reshoot it, and they said, well, we'll only reshoot it if you guarantee us a season. Like, no. So it's not on the docket. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, say what you want about the, the show's ending and stuff, which you can say what you want because I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> they were putting a lot into the show. Greta Gerwig <clears throat> was playing the, the lead role. Um, who did I say? Not cut up. Haven't seen the entire season. Yeah. Oh, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Meg Ryan, yeah, was going to do the voiceover part. I was going to do the, that's weird. Um, so yeah, so it might go to Fox because it's a 20th Century Fox production company. Wow. That's weird. But they can't make many things stick on their sitcom docket anyways. Uh, they canceled Surviving Jack and Enlisted. Raising Hope just went away this season. Oh, I know. Yeah, they canceled Raising Hope. That's lame. That show's that's been struggling a for a show. while. And that show basically... It, it, it had up. the same, well, it stopped being about the kid at all. You know, Hope was almost never in it. And, you know, the the younger couple were becoming less and less. It was just about the parents, which were, were great. You know, Bert and Virginia were the fun part of the show, and the grandmother was yeah. fun about the show. But it's one of those shows that it was the same people who did... Um, My Name is Earl. My Name is Earl. Mm-hmm. It was a great show, too, but... They hit their their stride, and then it kind of peters out, and it felt like it was petering out for a while on this one. Yeah, Fox really needs some sort of hit for them, mm. you know, because all their their big tentpole things like American Idol hasn't really had the numbers the last couple of seasons, so their reality shows are fading at the same time that they can't get new shows to last and get off the ground. Really, they're pushing really hard on Gotham. I think that's going to be. I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, the reason I got to torrent all my stuff is because I can't see it on Netflix and I can't see it on <laughs> Hulu because apparently I watch a lot of ABC. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. You or whatever that envelope. What is it? Uh, for what is it? Wait, no, they do ABC. Is it CBS? CBS, I meant. They don't show any CBS shows, right? So that's where Criminal Minds Elementary. CBS you can watch for free on their on their site. Yes. There are definitely ways to watch it, but not on yeah. Hulu or, yeah, no, no, no. or Netflix. ABC used to be able to watch for free, it. but they started charging after the first of the year. You had to, oh, really? Well, you had to, like... Well, I had it on my iPad, so you had to buy the app. Mm. But now I can watch stuff on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> my fancy But then the whole computer. point of these apps and stuff is to be able to, you know, send it up to your TV anyways. Yeah. It's like, I don't want it... I love my computer. I'm in front of my computer all the goddamn time, but I don't want to sit and watch all these shows on my computer, especially if they're shows that, you know, Aaron and I want to watch together. That's why I'm not a cord cutter. I can't handle cord cutting. One, I need TV to be on, and I need it to just kind of think for me when I get home and just, here's what we're going to give you. You just you just relax, you know, take your <laughs> shoes off. Daddy, make it all better. Daddy, be good to you. And, like, okay, TV, I love you. You know, you're worth the 280 bucks a month. Um, but no, it's the cord cutting thing is enticing because, one, there is a great amount of content that's online that even isn't from regular TV, which I'm still not even started the second season of House of Cards yet. But the first season was great. Yeah. But then there's those moments of like, oh, but I need HBO because Games of Thrones is coming back. Or I need HBO again because, oh, here's the newsroom. Or I'm really liking this John Oliver show that's like, the Daily Show only with nudity. Um, <laughs> I wish I was kidding. That was really weird. Um, 
but yeah, there's things that are really compelling, and unless you want to pirate, which I could do, I just I don't feel right about it. That's what I do. So much yeah. easier. It's yeah. so much easier. <laughs> so much easier. No That's commercials. <laughs> yeah, no commercials. It's the oatmealing. It's it's the oatmeal strip where he said, you know, I would like to anymore. legitimately be able to get Games of Thrones easily and and watch it and everything, and I would pay reasonably for it but you don't make that available to me. So I'm going to do this until it becomes available to me and then I'll pay for it. Yeah, dick move TV. <laughs> but the nice thing is I that Comcast is going to make service. it so that you can't get it on the internet anyways because they'll just start blocking everything. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep waiting for someone to come up with a cable company with a la carte channels. Yeah. Like, someone's got to figure it out at some point be like oh okay Channel you roulette. don't want Choose your mix right yeah. you, you don't want one, 580 channels but you idea. would like these 20 i don't want all the stupid yeah. sports like news i don't channels. need 89 <laughs> channels yeah. of sports yeah, i want yeah. the cable channels i want i yeah, just movies and want television sci-fi shows. Right. Just the i don't need yeah. the 125 <laughs> channels Dude, i there's just a, and there's need like 50 football channels but i've talked about this before the, the problem with that is a la carte is going to wind up costing you as much as you pay for getting all the channels anyways. Because HBO is going to be, what, a $10 a month premium channel, a $15 a month? How much is it with your cable subscription now? And that's what they're getting subsidized by your Comcast and your AT&T and all that stuff. So if you're spending 20 bucks for, you know, connection to HBO to watch whatever content they have, and there's not really that much stuff on HBO besides their series. It's worth watching. Yeah. Um, compare that to a Netflix, which is nine bucks. Yeah. Or now 10 bucks. Uh, But yeah. And so, yeah, but I don't need like HBO Latin. I don't need HBO Latin, (laughs) but the fact that I can switch between five different HBO channels besides that and, you know, see different things that are on at the same time, or I missed, you know, real time at this point, but in two hours is going to be on the, the West coast feed as opposed to the East coast feed. But it really does become, you know, you're still going to wind up paying a lot of money for channels that you want versus getting all the channels with a bunch of stuff you don't want. What I want, more than that, is a Pandora for TV, which picks up the kind of shows I want and kind of puts them onto one channel for me so that I may not know what's coming up next. So it's like watching live TV where it's not necessarily scheduled. But just to leave it on and just like, oh, here's the next thing that I like. And here's the next thing I like. I'll thumb that one down. Thank you, No 700 Club. <laughs> that would be interesting. You know, and they have something like that on, you know, hacks for Xbox and stuff. But it's, you still have to torn all the stuff first. I want legal content, but we also need competition for these things. And we are beholden to the cable companies and we're beholden to the broadcasting companies. And there's less and less of them all the time. And it's just... It's just going to get worse until someone really comes in and subverts it. And, you know, no one up at the top is willing to do that because why would they? They're just all working in goods together to keep each other paid. Google. Google Fiber. That's what happens. Google Fiber goes into a town. The next town over, just on the threat of it, suddenly gives everybody a gigabit Ethernet, you know, download speeds, like unheard of in any other place. Think I get anything close to a gigabit? No. Google Fiber goes in one town in Texas, the next town over is like, hey, AT&T, we're going to give you this great deal now. We just came up with it out of the blue. We could never do this before, but somehow today it works. (laughs) And they give you your TV and your phone and everything, and they don't charge you up the ass for it. 
Or they do. I current. I proudly bow to my new Google Master. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Somewhere there needs to be a cartoon of that. One of you listener people who's artsy, I want a picture of Corey bowing to the Google God. Talking to you, Top Knot. Yeah. He can have furry ears. It's fine. Don't I know? <laughs> Anything? Anybody else That's watching anything? I gotta save something for Monday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Community ended. Sad and ironic because the last episode they like, they really? called it out. Really? That's <laughs> kind of funny. And the, the sadder thing is Harmon just basically being sort of semi defeated at this Beating point. Beating up and they're like, yeah, giving up? That's just ridiculous. He's just kind of like, meh. But I mean, Sony is is saying, you know, we'll we'll find some place we can make it work, we can do it and everything. And he's like, maybe I'll consider it next week. But right now, it sucks. But at the same time, Rick and Morty is such a great, great show. Dear God, here it, we go again. It's so <laughs> good that if he's gonna at least be involved in something, that we've got something else that's really, really good. It's and it's not all the same people, but so, so community wasn't all the same people by the end of it. Sorry. It's weird, but it. The best times in community are when it's weird. No, you know? I still understand community. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, this is just weird. Second episode was great. It was the one with the dogs. And the third episode was weird again. Fourth episode was way up here again. <laughs> so it's not consistent. So but even it's numbered fantastic. episodes, you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, the Star the Trek mentality. <laughs> maybe maybe they're waiting for someone to figure out the pattern. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have the letdowns maybe to make the highs that every, much higher. <laughs> maybe it's an every other week sort of show. I don't know. I haven't listened to uh, Dan Harmon's Harmon Town podcast yet, but that's probably gonna be the other thing that I use to fill the void. <laughs> What's really gonna hurt is not seeing Annie in sweaters every week. Hi, Annie. I never watched it. You never watched yeah. Community? No. Holy crap! What is? Wow. We don't even know you. I, I just never got around I, to it. I'm with Michelle on that one. No, I, I expect you not you because you would you would bitter. But <laughs> what? <laughs> there's actually a character on the show for you. Um, I'm sure but, I'll binge watch it when it comes on Netflix. Is it not on Netflix? It is. Is it? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Is it? On? I think it's on both. I think it's on Netflix and Hulu. Actually, oh. I think you can see all the, all the episodes. Then maybe I'll start watching it. Especially Hulu. You've got every single episode. I think. No, that is. I'm still so boycotting Hulu. Because Hulu is in. BC, Why are you yeah? boycotting Hulu? I can. All right. The so Hulu version. Hulu has a free version, and then they have the premium version. Hulu, the free version, has ads and cannot be streamed to your television, although there's some weird thing now where you maybe sort of can. Hulu, the premium version, has ads, but can be streamed to your television. But the ad placement is just terrible. They're always, like, the same ads over and over again, and they just cut in the middle of the show without being at a point where you actually should be having an advertisement. Like, here's your breaking point, here's an ad, here's a couple of ads, that's fine. No, here's someone talking, and then ad. <laughs> And then here's someone talking for another couple ad. I've never noticed it like that bad. It, it was when I was trying it for a little while, and it's not. It's like they. It seems like they time it for like the normal breaks. 
they've gotten better. That's the thing, as I ask people all the time, like, has it improved? Yeah, because yeah, just, yeah, I'm not paying for that crap. The commercials <clears throat> are what I, I can sit through them. It's 90 seconds of like, okay, I can sit through this, whatever. It is the same commercial you just over your love and over life. again. <laughs> it is the same commercial over and over again, which is annoying. Right. Know, but And that's that's the thing, is if you if you want this to be a TV replacement, which Hulu wants to be a TV replacement, Netflix doesn't want to be a TV replacement, they want to be something else. But Hulu wants to be that TV replacement for people that are going online. Shows, then do it right. You know, at least give a crap about what you're doing and give people quality content for what you know they're paying for. If I'm paying for it, I'm getting ads. Then just you know, hit me the right way. Don't make it so it's annoying to the point where I get frustrated and would just close down my computer or shut off my Roku. No, this guy's got my bed. Okay, that's good. I always get stoked when you get one of the shows where it's like, here, watch this minute and a half advertisement, and then you can have the rest of your show ad-free. Yeah. You're like, yes. But Hulu Hulu does make me sad because they put all those shows that um, are canceled and are never going to be seen again, and they're amazing, and you're like, oh, I could have gone my whole life without knowing this was amazing, (laughs) and I'm never going to see it again. Like one season of... In game, oh damn! I really love that show. I'm purposely not watching the last episode because I know it's never gonna be on again. <laughs> I can't let it end. The- Jesse's like, "Are you gonna watch that last episode?" I'm like, mm, "I'm not no. ready yet. No, yeah. I'm not ready yet. I have to build up to it. I really want to watch the last episode, but I know it's the last one." Damn, that was a good show. Saddens me. But anyway, stuff like that. Hulu, you've got like <laughs> these shows. That I'm just like, oh. There are two episodes of Psych still on my DVR for yeah, the last of the season. Yeah, I'm I just like watching Psych ever since they canceled it. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't gone there watching yet. It to That's the why end. I put off certain shows. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't. And like, I haven't caught up on. God, we were talking about it. Warehouse 13. Nope. Uh, kids hope. Uh, raising raising hope. hope. Thank you. I don't know why I can say hope and not raising hope. That was bizarre. But yes. Uh, not caught up on it last season. Haven't finished watching it because I'm like, oh, kind of sad. <laughs> really like those characters. <laughs> no. Well, maybe nostalgic. Is it maybe Garcia in that... twenty years they will, you know, do hope as you know, like the way they're doing Boy Meets World. Yeah, they're doing Girl Meets World, where it's that's so funny. I, <laughs> which I just think it's hilariously funny. It's... I'm waiting to see. <laughs> It seems a little odd that they would come out with that now because it's like all the people who watched Boy Meets World, are we really at an age where we care to watch a show that's about it? If you have kids kid? and it's going on to Well, yeah, like if I have stations. a teenager. Well, not even necessarily a teenager, but a preteen. You know, yeah. where it becomes their favorite show, but it's something that can draw you in at the same time. It's family safe viewing. Yeah. You know, it's it's perfectly suited. The ABC family well, stuff is great for moving over to Disney. Um to, to basically have those. And so it's not I, everything is the... I have to say the other half of that is since they never actually stopped playing Boy Meets World, you there can is still that. watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, your kids might be really actually familiar with Boy Meets right. World. Those little girls are like, oh, Ryder Strong is so dreamy. What does he look like now? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know that he looks bad now, but I just imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's more the, oh, he's cute. Oh, he is the same age as my dad. Yeah. Oh, he's not cute. <laughs> That's like my cousin or my or niece. Is he? My niece watches no. Friends. <laughs> hmm? My niece watches Friends. And I think it's so funny. 
I go back to New York and visit, she's like, do you want to watch Friends with me? She's <laughs> like, it comes on at 11, and then there's one right right after it. <laughs> she watches it every night. She I watch loves Friends that all the time. show. I, I, I have seen every episode at least a dozen times. Yeah. You know, every once in a while I get one, oh, I haven't I seen never this one more than four. That's great. I used to watch it we had an entire first couple date. seasons, but I never... <laughs> Thursday Night Friends. Yeah, Thursday Night Friends. We used to have everybody ever watch Thursday, Thursday Night Friends. <laughs> but I, I... My sister was obsessed with that show. Yeah. And that's that TV thinking for me thing. It's like, well, there's nothing else on, but Friends on, you know? And, <laughs> oh, yay, Friends, 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 King of Queens. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's just like... I don't know, that's one of those shows I don't go back to. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was great when it was on, but now I'm just like, nah, I don't want to. Yeah, that's how I am. I ain't going to be rewatching the Friends episodes. Right I know now. it's a waste of like, time. It, it is like. absolutely a waste of time. There's so many better things that I could be watching. There's so many things I could be doing instead of watching TV. Well, fuck that. <laughs> but, <laughs> God damn it, Friends is on. And I love Chandler. I'll watch Chandler all day and all night. I'll watch his other <laughs> terrible shows that come on and go away after a season two. I don't give a... Mm. <laughs> Apparently, that's one of the CBS shows that might be picked up is his odd couple with him and Thomas Lemon. I love Thomas Lemon. So who's great. that? Uh, he was from the state. Uh, he, I, I, he's been in tons of things, but I can't really say. And yeah. he's one of the writers Kids for the. No, he's not. In the he Kids wasn't at Kidman. No, he's one of the producers for At Midnight. He is one of the co-writers for the Night at the Museum movies. But he's just excellent. He used to put his ass in the pudding. <laughs> what? Okay. Mistake. Barry Levon with $127 worth of pudding, and they filled up the trunk of the car with the pudding, and the car would talk to them and say, Put your ass in that damn pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, all right, that's fine. I remember the state. The state was great. I don't think I ever actually really watched this. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter as much TV as we watch, we'll never watch as much as you. <laughs> That's actually a show I watched. At least it's a show I can reference that I've actually seen. Okay, as opposed to shows that you can reference that you haven't seen. That I haven't seen, and you accuse me bad things of. That's just mean. <laughs> what well, is not a bad thing that you know stuff? You just know stuff. Yeah. That's what I like to think. <laughs> Useless stuff, but stuff. <laughs> According to TV, knowledge is power. <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock. I actually had a kindergartner a couple of weeks ask me if I had ever seen Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> like, they watched it in one of the classes, and she was, like, out on the playground, and she was singing along. You know, she was, like, trying to re-sing the Schoolhouse Rock song. And she, like, I happened to be walking across the playground, and she ran up to me, and she was like, Mrs. Cisco, Mrs. Cisco, Mrs. Cisco. Have you ever seen this thing? It's called Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> and it was like everything in my power not to just be like, what are you talking about, Is child? It I feel like it'd be horribly dated. No, yes, a lot of the Schoolhouse it. Rock. It's, it's yeah, a staple. The There's me. actually, I believe there is actually really? a Schoolhouse Rock YouTube channel on the teacher's YouTube like side of YouTube. There, the there's like, like there is singing. like a filtered yeah. YouTube section that is educational that like is for teachers to jump into and find. Yeah, and it had so one of those revival things in the porn. '90s. Like, I think they brought out some more shorts, but also they did the album with all the 
the yeah. current bands at uh-huh. that point. I love that album. Yeah. I play that album in my car all the time. <laughs> Blind Melon did Three is a Magic Number. Yes, they did. <laughs> I always wanted to hear Tori Amos Mr. do Interplanet Chat, though. Mr. Morton is the subject of my sentence. <laughs> that would have been cool. Tori Amos is coming out with a new album. Good. It's I haven't listened to anything since... Well, maybe something past Little Earthquakes, but it's been a long time. (laughs) I'm like, dude, it's like 20 years, right? Something close to that? Wow. But yeah, I saw an ad for it, and I was like, what? Nothing's going to blow my mind like the Spin Doctors having a new album. The Spin Doctors are awesome. Okay, sure. Shut up. (laughs) I love They had an album called Pocket Full of Cryptid, and I can't even give much more credit than, all right, well, Jimmy Olsen Blues. That's kind of neat, sort of, but the Spin Doctors. (laughs) <laughs> spin doctors were awesome that's where you have your level i love the spin doctors wow they rank up there with all of the really strange bands that i love camper van beethoven dinosaur junior weird bands that i love that's i would not have put them even furs. at the level with those other bands i i just there's there's those Jesus other bands Jones. that are all kind of weird, <laughs> but then there's the Spin Doctors, Jesus Jones, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yep. Oh, all I love Toad the Wet Sprocket. I listen to Toad the Wet Sprocket now. I'm I'm just saying. Weird, I think it was humming Walk on the Ocean earlier today. I don't know. Weird funky little bands that I love. I know. I so I have the satellite radio thing for free right now in my yeah. car. And I've been listening to the 90s channel, which I flip between the 90s and the 80s channel because the 90s channel has a bunch of shit on it that I'm like, really? Was that yeah, the 90s? Are you sure? Yeah, that's when the smooth jams for a while in the 90s channel. It's like, look, I can't handle any more TLC. <laughs> no, my problem is what? like every so often. like I cannot every, handle TLC. Like, I like TLC every 12th, the first album, but when they get to Waterfalls, I'm like, done. <laughs> every like 12th or 13th song is like gin and juice or something. And I'm just like, No. I only, the, I only that like is the, not the 90s, no. The, the remake of Gin and Juice. Hmm? I, I only like the remake of Gin and Juice, the, the Hickville version. But anyway, so they have this thing where it's like, flashback, hey, what B-track side is, you know, it's, I don't remember how it goes. It's like, oh, five CD changer, let's see what's on the back side of this. And it's like, hey, who remembers this song? And every time they throw it out, I'm like, yes, I love this song. That's when you used like, to have to buy the whole I, album. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I am like the queen of B-sides. Like, I love the B-sides of most of the albums that I owned. And More than I loved the A-sides of most of them. If you hadn't made the transition to CDs yet, you had to listen to the whole thing, because otherwise you just have to fast forward through the B-side of the tape to get back <laughs> the stuff you want on the first side. Or buy two copies of the tape and listen to the A side and the sec dual deck while you were rewinding. That sounds complicated. Sorry. <laughs> Very involved. <laughs> I had a couple of albums that I just no. I wanted no part of the B sides. But speaking of funky bands that I love, driving around today, in fact. Funky bunch bands? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was on today, and I did sing along with it. Of course Thank you, you very much. <laughs> but no, um, New Age Girl by Dead Eye Dick came on today, and I was just totally grooving sing along with it. Oh my god, it. I remember that song. Don't eat me. She sure like the boat. <laughs> I have this one friend that, like, that was 
the song and to this day I cannot hear it without like seeing her dancing at this one party I'm just like oh Rochelle Every generational time. thing because in our day it was super freak <laughs> or you know ladies night shut up <laughs> shut up with your shutting up <laughs> what nothing nothing never mind. I don't think I know this story there is no story oh, there's no yes, story now it's, it's a, a lame no, story a it's story. not a good story anymore there's a story it's always a good story. Those, that's story. not the category, though. It has nothing to do with movies or TV. Music. Somebody roll music. <laughs> yeah, what we number do we have? We have segued into 17, we which have. is music, but we have not rolled 17. <laughs> 17. That doesn't work at all. Put music. That, that, is, that is L1. L7, another <laughs> Another 90s bit. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Four and on blondes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Shall I continue? Women, there are super for some no, reason, couple. women no. always seem to be the ones who like four non-blondes, and I can't I think of a single guy that, that hates song. Oh, her and Melissa Gilbert are so cute. They're a really cute couple. I didn't, I didn't know that they were a couple, but good for them. They're adorable. They are adorable. That would be neat. Yeah, and Kate Bush. Kate Bush is another one. That All right, don't change no. the subject. I have no subject. Back to ladies' night. Yeah. There's nothing to tell. Okay, so at some point in my life, I tended to... Get naked. Strip to a certain song when it was played unintentionally. I was strip unintentionally? Or I was mind controlled. I was... The song would play, and something in my subconscious would tell me that I had to be unclothed. And it was because I had a friend who used to encourage me to get drunk... <laughs> And when I get drunk, I don't really remember anything after that. And then so you get naked. He would he would then encourage me to have to strip <laughs> for people because otherwise they would be sad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people to be sad because I'm a happy drunk. Happy blackout drunk. Happy naked blackout drunk. <laughs> Hence, Corey not drinking anymore. Right. I, that's not really why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> you can oh, say no. that. You say that. That's why. You can say that, but I know the truth. Sure, there's plenty of reasons to not drink to the point of not remembering things, but yeah. But so there's so many reasons to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alternatively, I'm not... no, I'm I'm happy with my life. <laughs> You still don't want to remember things, but you The look on your face as you looked into your glass and you tried to <laughs> sum up an argument to that was no. really, that hurt me. No, that's hurting not Hurting that's, that's you. That's why, that's why that there was no argument. There was like, there's plenty of reasons. So you'd be happy. I'm happy. There's plenty of reasons to drink and things that I want to think about. See? Plenty of brain cells I still need to kill. <laughs> That's that whole weak member of the herd thing, like drinking kills brain cells, but it kills the slowest holding oh, you back you brain go. cells. That's right. It keeps the herd strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but when there's not a herd anymore, <laughs> it's just me and Steve, and all of a sudden Steve's not looking so good. <laughs> Steve was never looking that good. I'm the guy at the end of the Twilight Zone episode who breaks his glasses just when he got to be alone in the oh world my God, of books. That's hilarious, yeah. Isn't that Shannon's like ultimate nightmare? Hasn't no. <laughs> no. he multiple times said that like watching that episode of Twilight Zone was like traumat traumatized him and like No 
If that was Shannon, though. Finally, Sh- time. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be found by an Somebody. alien race like 10 years later, and they'd think that we were all animals because he'd have a little black nose from all the ink rubbing against it. <laughs> Maybe not just his nose. Hey, now. You're an all star. Bitch came on. Go play. Not a band I love. No. <laughs> Who would admit it these days? Who would say, oh, yeah, you know what? I was the biggest Smash Mouth fan. There are people out there. I've got the tattoo on my back and everything. They do. Yeah. I bet they're out there. They're out there. I've never even heard the monkey's version of I'm a Believer. (laughs) You're just bitter. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. That's my role. I'm the bitter one. (laughs) You are the happy one. All right. We got that recorded. That's good. You just said you were the happy one. Happy drunk. Happy, happy, yeah. happy, happy. I'm the bitter one. No, Cory likes to be the antagonist. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a dick. <laughs> In a box? <laughs> what did I just see? Oh, I just saw a Doctor Who thing that was them with the TARDIS boxes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's the thing too. Is like that's funny. I had to explain to my mother what a TARDIS was. <laughs> I still don't think she gets it, but I tried. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to hear what your explanation is. <laughs> well, I explained to her. Where do you it start? A, it was a spaceship. Well, because you have to like sure what it is. Because you just say the TARDIS, and she's like, "What now?" <laughs> and then you're like, okay, so it's a police box. And she's like, okay, continue to explain. Like, yeah. I'm still not getting the police box. I'm like, okay, let me show you a picture. Okay. This is like, because, you know, my mother, she, she remembers the 60s. You know those police boxes. If you were in the 60s, you know what a police box is. Regardless if you're not from the UK. So she's like, okay, I see what you're saying. I know what that is. I'm like, okay, that's a spaceship. So then do they fly around in the double-decker bus? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told her what it meant and everything. Time and relative dimension and space. I explained that. You know, she's kind of like... Oh, I think she just nodded and smiled at that point. And then kind of A lot like, of okay. nodding and smiling from non-who people. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My entire family looks at me like that. She was kind of like, yeah, non-smile. I don't get this. I don't have to get this. I'm just going to like... Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if you like it, though. Like most things in my life, she's just <laughs> yeah. going to be like, I'm going to humor you now. And sure, yes. I'm glad you found that something that makes you happy. <laughs> exactly. The story of my life with my family, sure. <laughs> Ignore the one over there. We don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, that's a problem. Just going back to Fox for a second. The fact that they can't support a sci-fi show, but look at how much money is just made up of mashups of sci-fi shows, of geek shows, geek culture, cartoons, all these things. Like, the t-shirt economy alone yeah. has has at least quadrupled because of things like this. The the T-Spring and T-Furies and just, like, that special Usually t-shirt of the day. Usually it's no joke. It's the age of the geek. Like, it's like come out of the closet like everybody <laughs> stripping i'm and wearing they're... my oscar the grouch in the doctor who tardis garbage oh, can nice. shirt underneath this actually nice that's why i don't understand why it got canceled it's just so much more prevalent that sci-fi comics all those that whole kind of genre 
is so much more popular now. I would assume I maybe the cost of something, and maybe Abrams being tied up with Star Wars for a while, and they, they're like, okay, well, we're going to invest in maybe doing Star Wars shows as opposed to mm. this other program. I don't know. It could have been that they just played along with that to keep him on a leash for a while, too. Mm. It, it's really hard to say, but it was a great show, and I don't know if this means that we'll suddenly get Urban back into a second Judge Dredd movie, or <laughs> that's something else that people are all wishing for, but the movie did really bad at the box office. Oh, but everybody who's seen it now loves it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Still haven't watched the, it. The new one? The new Judge Dredd? Yeah. Still no. haven't watched it. I liked it. We I, liked it. I didn't think it was very good. Watch. Oh, you already watched it? Yeah. It's like those things. It's like so much stuff I gotta caught up on. What didn't you like about it? I don't know. I don't remember at this point. Yeah. It was a while ago that I watched it. I just, just remember not liking it. <laughs> Perfectly legit. Yeah, I think it was just disappointed in the story. Thought it. I don't know. I don't even remember. If it had Stallone in it, would you have liked it? Yes. <laughs> Stallone <laughs> and that. Rob Schneider. I knew that. Because Rob Schneider makes everything better. <laughs> so you would have been a to- yeah, totally Maybe I'm just if Stallone loyal to, to Stallone. You are. Yeah can't help it clearly because you made us watch cobra <laughs> and you guys Which loved it and you guys loved it science theater it was fun and entertaining right that was fun yes it's a good movie was, i love mystery fun. science theater. cobra yes that's her favorite yeah she made us watch wait didn't you <laughs> were you, didn't you, were you not it? here no, she wasn't with here our full running commentary oh, yeah, no. oh we mystery science theatered it mm-hmm. It was fun. It was. We fun. had a great time. It's one of my favorite movies because we kept okay. like foreshadowing. And we were all hanging we're just out. Like, this is gonna happen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we were all hanging out one night. I was like, we gotta watch Cobra. If if I'm watching <laughs> a slow like, wait, movie, wait. it's gonna be Tango and Cash. Oh my god, I, I have love that. Tango I have that one. Yeah, that's one of my. Favorites. I I am still trying to plan out a Lethal Weapon marathon day because nice. I just bought them all on on Blu-ray. Nice. So. All of them. Yeah. Like, I kind of like don't go past three, <laughs> and three's three's pushing it. But I like Rene Russo. But it, just, I don't know. Leo Getz in the third one was not great. <laughs> well, but four. You know, I have to go with. There has to be at least a half an hour designated for Mel Gibson falling off the building when he jumps into the airbag. Because my family, it's a tradition. You have to rewind it and fast forward yeah. and make him fall off the building like fifty or sixty times before he can actually land on the thing. There, there are many weird little tradition things that you have to do during those movies. It's it's semi Rocky Horror. Like there are things you have to yell. There are scenes that have to be replayed. They have to be seen in reverse. Like, I think I'm gonna have to go home and watch Tango and Cash now. <laughs> it's got that creepy little dude in it. The creepy little dude. The guy who gives him all the gadgets I still use and stuff Fubar. and gives oh, him yeah. the Oh yeah. Oh that guy's such a cretin. Oh, he's so gross. He was in um Scrooge. Scrooge, yes. yes. <laughs> yes I still played, use Fubar all the time. He yeah. played Mixaplit on uh, the Superboy TV series in the nineties. Did he? Yeah. I actually used Fubar in a sentence a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and there was only one person in the room who was like, Oh. Like, right? Yep, that's where we learned that. And he was in Roxanne, which is a great movie. Oh, that's right, in Roxanne. Roxanne. I love that movie. But that guy's still such... Oh, he's creepy. I love him. No, I think he actually has done, like, some pedo stuff. I think that there... Or maybe I've just seen him in a role where he was, like, really super (laughs) creepy in it. But I don't know. 
Yeah, we could make bear costume clown makeup. I don't know. Stop it. I don't think I'm talking out of turn, but I touch little kids. And so, you know, probably hangs out with Mr. Rooney from Ferris Bueller. No. Oh, yeah. Principal Rooney from Ferris Bueller? Totally pedo. Yeah, great. Great news. Um, really? It, yeah, I think Who it was. What rule is that guy? <laughs> the guy from Howard the Duck. And from, well, lots of stuff, but yeah, yeah, uh, Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, really. Mid nineties, after he was in the Cannibal movie, I think there was some some reveal about Wait, that. Cannibal movie, and then he turned out to be a pedo. Oh, no good can come from that. <laughs> There's no recovering. Oh, and, uh, not to take. Yeah, you're this. ruining my childhood. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of other people's childhood was ruined a lot worse. <laughs> if they had just known, if they had heard this podcast, then they might be better off. <laughs> just saying. It's not funny. I got a gummy bear in my pocket. It's all warm and squishy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is it riding a peep? Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Nice, let's go. Is there a Burn cheese stick That's what you get. <laughs> well. Crunchy beak? Chocolate filling? <laughs> I wish you all could see the faces Corey makes. <laughs> Someday we will get him to tell the peep story. That's hard the duck pull, by the way. Do you like how he's trying to draw the attention away from the peep? <laughs> it's like anything. Howard the Duck. I didn't say anything but the peep. Just <laughs> video podcast people drink. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do we cover the topic? I think so. I think we yes. we, we could keep, keep going. <clears throat> Chris. We probably could keep going. I mean, holy cow, TV movies. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of talking. There's a lot out there. There is. Opinion? A lot. We're at an hour and 15, 14 minutes. <laughs> okay. That's a fact. Good on you. We talk a lot. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you for joining us on this uh, second attempt at episode 31 of the D20.net podcast. And that was movies. And TV. And a little bit of music. <laughs> the detour. we get off topic sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So hopefully we'll see you next time. In the meanwhile, I am Corey. I'm Cisco. Michelle. Melinda. Chris. Have a great night. Thank you, Dixie Cub. Thank you, Dixie Cub. 